The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand cave rescue operation. What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? engagement How long before gift? a wedding should I send out save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find where Ford Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Today, we're going to talk about mastering search algorithms. Joining us is Brett Lane, who is the Chief SEO Officer at SEO Outsourcing, whose primary goal is to provide customized SEO solution for clients, agencies, and publishers that include consulting, marketing strategy, training, and more to establish success across multiple search and digital channels. Brett has 20 years of SEO experience, and his team of operators are the people behind some of the SEO efforts for the biggest agencies in the world. Yesterday, Brett and I talked about local SEO tactics for mastering the Google 3-pack. And today, we're going to continue the conversation conversation talking about YouTube SEO. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right. Here's my conversation with Brett Lane, the Chief SEO Officer at SEO Outsourcing. Brett, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. It's awesome to be back. Excited to have you back here. You know, we had a great conversation talking about mastering Google's local search algorithm yesterday. A lot of it is thinking about sort of the geography where people are finding your business and making sure that you're showing a signal for people that are close enough to actually come in and buy something. You're an expert in in all sorts of different types of algorithms. And one I selfishly want to ask you about, YouTube. turns out YouTube is starting to onboard podcasters onto their platform. So we need to figure a way 
to get the 875 episodes of the Voices of Search podcast onto their platform. And I need to start thinking about YouTube SEO. Give me the lay of the land. When you have some content, what are you doing to make sure that YouTube is distributing your videos? That's an awesome question. So on the note of podcasting, what's interesting is within the last like three months, our team has been looking very heavily in terms of getting podcasters way more exposure within YouTube. A lot of people look at the markets, they look at the opportunities for reaching consumers. Obviously, YouTube is second largest search engine, billions and billions of content being consumed on a monthly basis. So we've been looking very heavily into how do we get podcasters way more exposure into that kind of a platform. And what you'll see from me is I tend to look at things old school and new school. So as we talked yesterday about utilizing different kinds of strategies related to YouTube, basic strategies where you're going in and making sure that your title tags are user-friendly, but they also can have a sprinkle of things related to keywords, making sure that your keyword tags are on point with the keywords, the types of themes that you're going after, making sure if you're a local, if you're a business that is specific to a locality, you can also add latitude and longitude components to that business. You can also look at the files that you're uploading. So there's one thing that a lot of people don't do. It's called optimizing their EXIF data, E-X-I-F. That data, whether it be a video or an image, can be optimized just like a website. So you can go into every single file. You can put a title, a description. You can put keyword tags. You can go in and put a longitude, latitude. So there's a ton of data that you can put into the back end of any of your files. And a lot of people aren't doing this. But it's in my opinion, these are old school tactics that still work very, very well. It's just making sure that every aspect of that YouTube channel is as optimized as possible. It could be as simple as going in and making sure that when you create the account, that every time you do a video, you're utilizing at a minimum certain kinds of tags for keywords, or you're giving, you're calling out the language that you're using, or you're adding concatenation naming schemas to the titles or the descriptions. YouTube allows you to do that just so that you're always putting a little bit of a sprinkle on to what you're trying to describe from a keyword ranking standpoint. So you'll always hear me go back to the basics, focus the basics, utilize them as best as you can, because a lot of people think with SEO, as you already know, they think that there's all these new things coming out every single day. I mean, I work on over 200 campaigns on a month with my team. And every single month we see 95% of the same exact things that worked when I started almost 20 years ago that work now. The only thing is you'll see variations in the algorithms, big variations within Google, maybe content, you know, like right now looking at Google's helpful content update that's taking place. Are you doing things that are user-friendly? Same thing with video. Are you creating content that is out there to be user-friendly, to answer questions, to get people to take some kind of an action? Or are you just creating crap? So, I mean, it goes into, turns out the stuff that's actually useful, people enjoy and Google recognizes that, so they rank it. And you can basically scam it for a little while and create bad content. But eventually, in theory, Google is going to find it and get rid of the content. Let's make the underlying assumption that you've got some good content. YouTube, whether you're just doing video-based content, tutorials, a podcast, you've got a high volume, but you're uploading your content for the first time. And like I said before, we've got 850 podcasts. They're all audio. So for me to go onto YouTube... I need to figure out how to convert the audio files into a video format, have something that is somewhat visual, and then think about all of the sort of meta tagging and all the descriptions. What's the process for getting started when you're bulk uploading content 
Are there rules of thumb that you can follow? You know, is there a way to get your content so it'll rank quickly with Google as opposed to just dumping a bunch of stuff there and say, good luck, we're going to try to build a reputation over time? So if you have a nice large database of files, audio, video, and you want to get that information on there, I would say, I mean, whether you put it all up in a day or a month, as long as you don't make it public out the gates, you're fine. Because um, I have clients who come in who are podcasters who they'll add tons and tons, either utilizing YouTube's bulk upload tool or utilizing secondary tools that will help connect to whether it be a Google Drive, a Dropbox. There's tools out there that will enable you to take the files from one place and then automatically get them put into Google's or YouTube's backend. But regardless of whether you use the software to do it, like I mentioned, in a day or however long, as long as you're making sure that you're drip feeding that content out to their market, that's going to do you, in my opinion, way more good than if you just put it up and just... Oh, that kills me because we produce daily content. So we always drip feed new content out because we're producing a new podcast every day. But we still have the archive of 800 episodes that I kind of just want to dump in there and be like, hey, Google, algorithm away. Here's 850 titles that we've got relevant content for. Bring me your eyeballs or hopefully your ear holes in this case. It sounds like we, we got to figure out a cadence to start publishing that content first. So you don't publish everything all at once. That's the rule. And I think it for depending on how much content you have and if you feel like you have that velocity, we talked about this in our last conversation. If you have 800 videos, it might make sense for you to go in and deliver videos in blocks of five, 10, or if you can, if you're going to maintain a certain velocity, like you said, one every single day, then you already know, Google's going to know as they see, hey, you've uploaded, you've been doing one a day and you've been doing that for a number of months. And then all of a sudden you're, you have videos or podcasts that were older and you're starting to put them into bigger chunks. What I always say is, is start experimenting with those chunks. You may go in and upload five, or 10 over a couple day period and check to see how quickly YouTube is making those move up in the ranks based on those elements that we talked about earlier with your titles, descriptions, and keywords. That's going to be the key, in my opinion, is test. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. All right. Titles, descriptions, keywords. You're thinking about your uploading cadence. 
great. So let's make the assumption. I've, I'm already an existing YouTuber. I've got my 800 videos up and running and we have a little traction. Maybe we're even making a little AdSense coin. What's the way to move to the next level once you're already an established YouTuber? What are some of the big optimizations you could make to master the algorithm? Okay, so you're gonna, it's gonna depend upon what kind of moment momentum you're seeing take place with the, the amount of engagement you have with your videos. So if you're going in and you're testing out certain themes and you're noticing that consumers are starting to engage at a greater rate with certain kinds of content, and you're starting to see you're getting more likes, less dislikes, you're getting more people who are commenting, you're getting more people to share. One of the things that I've seen work really well is to take those videos embedded in an iframe and get that submitted onto blogs where you write the content and that links back to your YouTube channel and as well as links back to your website. So being able to repurpose that content, and I've seen some people come out and they'll take content that they wrote in the form of a blog, they'll transcribe it or they'll turn it into a video. They have the content with the video that's embedded into it. Or maybe let's say you did a podcast that describes something that you're currently doing in SEO and you wrote a really good blog post on it. Take that blog page, put the video embedded in on it, And then you can submit that or you can go out and do submissions where you're building links and you're getting more video embeds. Now, we we talked yesterday about black hat, white hat, gray hat. I'm going to give you a couple of things that you can do with black hat. Uh Uh-oh. Here we go. Buckle up, everyone. (laughs) People have long said for the last five years that like Web 2.0 sites are dead. I've heard that beaten, that course has been beaten dead. I've seen instances I've actually tested where we've created numerous amounts of web 2.0 sites like i have access to over 5 million web 2.0 accounts and define web 2.0 so like a like a blogger or a tumblr okay. some place where you're parasite hosting which is was the original version of blogger and tumblr sites some place where you're creating content on a site that already exists and you're able to utilize that other person's authority to help get your content some kind of prominence on the internet okay so i've heard people say for years this is dead you shouldn't do this Well, I've basically utilized strategies where with YouTube, we've taken really good content. I've done, I've noticed in some instances, the same unique content submitted to, let's say, 30, 50, 100 different Web 2.0 accounts with variations of uh, anchor text, with the, the, the links themselves. I've done testing where we've taken content that was jumbled from three different sites, made sure that it was copy, escape, pass. It was spun where they're using spinning syntax on it and promoted those videos out to hundreds of sites. And I've seen videos rank well when you've done both strategies. And the cool part is, is if you're utilizing and you're promoting a resource like a YouTube video, for instance, I mean, I don't see Google as slapping itself on the face. It owns YouTube. So there's already a ton of authority behind the site. Why are they going to punish themselves or a video if they notice that lots of resources are linking to their own site? Like, We as humans don't tend to do that. I've never seen Google do that. I mean, worst case scenario, they take the video link, they push it down. And if that were to happen, I mean, you can create the same exact content, tweak it a little bit and put it right back up on YouTube and do the same exact thing. So I've seen and I've tested a lot of different kinds of strategies as it relates to video embeds where you're talking about spun content versus unique content. You're talking about Submissions where you've done lower numbers of submissions, like 10 submissions versus 3,000 submissions, 4,000 submissions, variations with anchor text. And there's different programs. I mean, one really good program, if you're a black hatter, is it's called Money Robot. 
great program. I know there's other people in my industry. Who are That's right. the most black hat name I've ever heard. <laughs> Money Robot. Money Robot or like GSC. There's programs that I've tested from back in the days that were Russian software that does a lot of crazy things. That was when you could get away with a lot more stuff. I'm just a big believer in anyone can take anything and turn it into something bad. Like Money Robot, when they first created that software, it was for conducting submissions, content submissions across a variety of platforms to save web developers time. That was the whole gist of it. Back when I started SEO, I was doing like hundreds of directory submissions a day by with software where I could use the same kind of title description variations. And that worked really well. And companies like Money Robot came out and said, hey, let's create tools that will help you do the submissions in a more, in you know, like a streamlined fashion where you're not going to want to bang your head against the wall in after using it for 30 minutes. So, I mean, I've even seen those kinds of tools when used effectively and properly where you're using unique content and you're doing lower numbers of submissions work to where now you've got higher video embeds. That's going to be just one way of creating that engagement. You know, we talked earlier about different tools that you could use for manipulating conversion rate optimization. Same thing can be done with a YouTube video where you can go in and whether it's software, whether it's actual human beings going in, liking things, watching them, there's some really crazy things that you can do with with technology. But the lesson that I always say is if you use technology correctly, you shouldn't get burned by it. I'll quote Uncle Ben from the Marvel Universe. That's Peter Parker, who is Spider-Man's uncle. With great power comes great responsibility. When you have a technology that is meant for good and it's a powerful solution, sometimes it can be used in a way that obviously is not the intended purpose. And that can get you in a lot of trouble. At the end of the day, YouTube, we talk about the distribution. It's not just about what content you're submitting. Just like any other algorithm, Google, YouTube, is looking for external factors that are trying to understand how well-received this content is. And that's one of the things that you could do with your YouTube videos. It's not just about publishing the content on YouTube. It's also about publishing the content off YouTube and showing Google that it's something that is worth ranking. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Brett Lane, the Chief SEO Officer at SEO Outsourcing. If you'd like to get in touch with Brett, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is SEO Outsource USA. Or you could visit his company's website, which is seooutsourcing.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. But that's not the case anymore, thanks to Ahrefs. Because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, 
Head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, or you can contact me personally. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 